Welcome to Haunters Podcast, a show dedicated to Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights, haunted attractions, ghostly encounters, and all things macabre. Now here are your hosts, Mr. Wonderful and Zach Hilton. Welcome everybody to uh, your favorite podcast. You are locked into another episode of Haunters Podcast. I am Mr. Wonderful. And with me as always is Zach Hilton. I'm so spooky and I love it. Ooh, what you're spooky? <laughs> what the hell? That's a, that's a new way to start out. <laughs> Listen, only one of us could have a really cheesy, corny catchphrase on this program, okay? And I coined that episode one. You Whatever. stay scary, my friends. Spooky. Kiss my butt. <laughs> uh, yes, if you are here, uh, then you probably are listening to us on the many different platforms. But if uh, you happen to stumble upon us, well, you can find us on many different platforms. We are on iTunes. We are on Pipebean. We are on Spotify. We are on Stitcher. We are on I something that I cannot finish the statement of, Zach. It's a heart. It's just like a heart. Oh, okay. It's I heart. Oh, that thing. Yeah, we're there as well. Uh, Plus pretty much every other streaming platform as well. And you can follow us on Facebook where we now have 10. I repeat, we are Ty Dillinger, baby. We are the perfect 10 right now on Facebook in followers. So thank you to uh, the nine people and myself. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Making waves. We are getting there far. But the Twitter is a cool place for you to follow us at Haunters Pod. And actually right now, there is currently a giveaway going on, Zach, uh, if you want to, um, I guess, kind of let them know what's going on over there. Yeah, no problem. So in honor of a little thing called Stranger Things coming back to Halloween Horror Nights, I decided it's giveaway time, baby. And what's better than the Blu-ray set of Season 2 to get ready for this crazy time at Halloween Horror Nights, but not only that, it's a special edition of Stranger Things Season 2. It is the VHS box set. Yeah, I know. So you open it up, you move the little uh, card slot that looks like a VHS, and there's all your Blu-rays, baby. It's a wonderful thing. And like I said, we're giving it away on Twitter. All you have to do is follow us, like the tweet, retweet the tweet and on Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time we will be releasing it to the house and giving it to one lucky winner. Ooh, uh, so yeah, the way you win that, uh, like Zach said, follow us if you haven't already done it yet at Haunters Pod on Twitter, then like that tweet and retweet that tweet and if you want multiple chances to do it, have your little brother or your little sister give us a follow as well and obviously jump in on that. Uh, stack stack the votes. Stack the votes. This is a moment where you are allowed to uh, get as many people to vote as many times as you want to. I'm trying to make a political right, joke hey. there, but it fell. It fell off the mark. <laughs> kind of like the main event of WrestleMania 35. I botched it. Oh, because we are your wrestling podcast, baby. We are going to talk all things WrestleMania today. No, I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We have a, a cool show today. Jeremiah from um, Misfit Unmanaged, Misfits Unmanaged, I apologize, is going to be joining us uh, in just a couple minutes. Talk to him. He was a scare actor at the uh, Tampa Hollow Scream, so he's been a scare actor before. He's worked for Bush Gardens during their season down there in Tampa Bay, so we'll talk to him. And... Uh, Zach, you and myself got to walk through Nightmare Mansion in Virginia Beach, so we'll give that a review as well. 
But you were telling me before we went live, there's some breaking news and stuff that's happening that I've missed because I've been locked in a studio all day. No, it's okay, dude. I completely understand because, like I said, this is something that just literally happened probably under an hour ago, and I wanted to get it in before we released this episode because I'm going to bring it to you, and I want your opinion, okay? Okay. Okay, so under an hour ago, something was released, and it's kind of big, and I'm glad I didn't tell you yet because I feel like you're going to let your mind run rapid. Things are going to change. So it was announced a little under an hour ago that Warner Brothers will not be running their horror made here event that they did in California, that it's not happening this year and they have other plans for their studio tour in the near future. And then they plugged their uh, live experience that you could go to. So I'm, I'm just going to put it this way. Last year, the horror made here had an It House and an Arkham Asylum House. Those were the two big features. Now, do you think this could be a coincide effect of Halloween Horror Nights 29 possibly getting an It House? I think this paves 100% the way for that. Uh, the moment you said Warner Brothers not doing their haunted Halloween special spectacular, whatever the hell it is that they called it, um, I, that was the first thing my head jumped to is that they have to do this, that, that it is now freed up. It's the property that people have wanted. Uh, they really wanted it last year, especially coming off of that record-breaking September it had the year prior. But it just the, the, not doing that feels like it would be a waste for them not to give it to HHN and let them go to town and do chapter one and chapter two. Because, I mean, September we get chapter two. So I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this podcast, you have already circled that date on your calendar for 2019 and are going to see that movie before you even get to Halloween Horror Night. So, uh, yeah, yeah I, I feel like this is definitely paving the way for that. Yeah, I just... I think it, it, it's just too much of a coincidence that recently, if you go to uh, hhnunofficial.com, they actually just released an article as well uh, showing some tweets from the West Coast side, actually kind of talking about uh, some IPs you didn't see coming. And so, you know, there is that rumor, is it Warner Brothers that you're talking about? But I think this is huge in the fact of like, we could get Freddie and Jason back in there and other properties like um, I want to say the exorcist was uh, Warner brothers yes. property. I mean, there's other classic properties that we haven't been able to see uh, last year because of the horror made here, which is fine. I completely understand trying to take your own uh, franchises and making a scare thing. But after I saw videos and I'm not, I, I can't review the place, but once I watched videos of it, I wasn't too impressed. I felt like it was, um, a place trying to be like Halloween Horror Nights, just not pulling it off. And if Halloween Horror Nights team, which I give them all the love. I don't think you're going to get the exact kind of experience that you're aiming for. So that's it. You know, we'll hear more about that uh, 
hopefully in coming months and hopefully in coming weeks with announcements. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited about that uh, because, well, like you mentioned, even if it's not, I feel like it is obviously the gold standard of this year. That's the IP that everybody would want them to grab. But even if it's not, Warner Brothers has been producers on some incredible classic horror films along the way. Uh, I'm it it would be you know there there's there's a whole bank for them to pull from. I think like Rosemary's Baby is another one that is under their umbrella. I'm not a hundred percent sure. You can't quote me on that one. I don't have information in front of me, but I'm just trying to remember. Like, but I know that they have a long list. Like you mentioned, getting Freddy back there or Jason back there could be a game changer as well. So it doesn't just have to be it, but it, it definitely it it. Uh, definitely <laughs> is the one that everybody, you know, it, it's the pumpkin pie at the Thanksgiving dessert table. Everybody's got their eyes on it. Well, I mean, last year, before they even announced the Horror Made here, everybody was assuming or speculating uh, Stranger Things and It were going to be Halloween Horror Nights houses. And for my money, I would really like to see It come I don't know I, I think you do chapter one and chapter two you said it earlier and my head goes why not because that weekend it comes out I think even the weekend a Halloween Horror Nights opens or it opens a week later something it's around the same time so I think it's it would be a very uh, partnership kind of deal that I would do and if it even if it's chapter one does show up at Halloween Horror Nights this year, I'm I'm telling you, man, even I think they're going to break the record last year. I already had a feeling that they were going to break the record from last year uh, just because of how big last year was, why they expanded the extra days. Uh, so, but yeah, if you add another property that is definitely as big, if not bigger... Because I would say it right now, like Stephen King right now in general. But that plays into the 80s theme as well with why Stranger Things is so huge because everybody right now is kind of on this 80s kick and this nostalgic kick. But, oh man, that would be one hell of a pull. Yeah. One hell of a pull. Uh, I was trying to quickly see, uh, because when you said that as well, I was trying to find out Paramount Pictures did that one. Okay, so, uh, no, it's not then. Uh, I was thinking maybe potentially the new uh, Pet Cemetery film. Yes, Pet Cemetery is a Paramount flick. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, you don't need to do Pet Cemetery in my eyes. I feel like that's, that's something you would have to work on, not just uh, bring it out. I think that's an actual thinker kind of deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't, kids. I don't see. Yeah. Well, I just don't see what scenes you do yet. And to be quite honest, it doesn't seem like it's getting loved by audiences. Uh, it seems like such. it's a lukewarm one where it's, it got great reviews. Audiences enjoyed it, but it was the one that audiences were like, seriously, even if you're not a horror fan, I will take you to see this right now. Really? Well, I mean, from what I saw, I mean, it's from Rotten Tomatoes. It has a, a rotten score so far. Ooh. And yeah, um, it has a rotten score so far. And it also has a um, the uh, the audience score is even lower 
<laughs> well, to be fair, I'm looking at Captain Marvel's Ardian score, and uh, mm. 58% enjoyed Captain Marvel, and that's a $1 billion box office film, so uh, clearly, clearly, Rotten Tomatoes is 100% accurate, my friend. Oh well, no, no, no. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. Just, no, I'm. I'm you know, just being. I'm just. That. I'm just being I mean, a little bit of a troll myself. Made a billion dollars, but guess what? Those got. And now I just went to Cinema Score, which is um, at a C plus for Pet Cemetery. So again, yeah, like and Cinema it's all Score over. is a better. That's a better. That's a better game because yeah. it's because straight up it's just being asked once you leave the theater yeah. it's not any trolls or anything and to kind of piggyback on that captain marvel has an a on cinema score so once again i feel <laughs> I, I feel pet cemetery is just one of those movies i don't think is going to be bringing no. butts to to universal no but, but you could you do know, an Stephen anthology King of Stephen King. A lot of property. I was gonna say you could yeah. do that anthology of Stephen King, mix up a bunch of different things into one big I, house. I would really love a Stephen King house. I think I think we should save this. Yeah, kind of we're 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 going week. we're going we're, we're we're going down a rabbit hole right now and starting our own again, doing our own. <laughs> Too much to do. <laughs> Too much to do. Ooh, wouldn't it be fun if we do this? I'm seeing the big, bright, shiny. Thank you for pulling me back. I was seeing the bright light, and I was like, I am going to this bright light, which happened to be a semi-truck <laughs> coming at me in the middle of the road. Uh, but speaking <laughs> of bright lights, I feel like uh, I feel like we should bring our guest in now, Zach. I feel like, I feel like we've kept Jeremiah waiting a little bit too long, and uh, it's time to uh, make him a part of the family, so to say. I would love to do that. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Jeremiah. He is from Misfits Unmanaged. He has his own YouTube channel. Make sure you go follow him. Jeremiah, thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, no problem. It's not like we had a tough time getting you on. <laughs> yeah. It's been smooth sailing the entire time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were the easiest guest we've ever booked. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so without, you know, because we're going to try to be loving here because, you know, uh, we haven't been trying to get a hold of them for 45 minutes because <laughs> Skype's the most wonderful thing. But that being said, Jeremiah came to us on Twitter and said, hey, man, let's do a collab. And we wanted to do this. What was really special about this is that he is more towards uh, Hollow Scream. Like, is that where you're normally based out of, Jeremiah? Yeah, I mean, I live two blocks away from Bush Garden, so... Uh, oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, um, we're there a lot. Okay, so also, I mean, I'm not two blocks away, but I'm <laughs> a half hour away from Bush Gardens, Williamsburg. So we hooked up and we wanted to talk about the like similarities and the differences of the Hollow Scream events. And also Jeremiah has been a scare actor at said event, but we'll come mm -hmm. to that later on in this interview. But Jeremiah, how long have you been going to Bush Gardens, Tampa and Hollow Scream itself? I've been going to Bush Gardens as a kid for, you know, quite some time. I've lived in Tampa uh, my whole life, so I've been going for uh, many, many years. Uh, Hollow Scream itself, though, um, man, I think I, my, my, one of my first seasons there um, was, I think, 2010 or so. Still pretty young. My mom, like, forced me to go, um, <laughs> but ended up, you know, falling in love with it ever since then. And then I think I skipped, like, a couple years, and then 
after that, I've been going every year. Um, these last couple years, uh, last three years, I was a scare actor there. So that's, that's oh, wow. cool stuff right there. Uh, you said you got forced to go in 2010. Like, are you happy in hindsight now, like that you actually did go and didn't throw that fit and go, no, mom, I'm not going to this event. Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. I could not be more thrilled. My mom, uh, forced me to go basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet. I bet. So, um, in our hollow stream, we have like almost the same houses every year. Like I would say they probably switch them up every mm, five to six, maybe. I, and that's me being generous. Do you guys have rotating houses every year or do you go back and it's the same thing in Tampa? Usually what happens is they will rotate two houses and they'll keep the rest of them for a couple years. And it also kind of depends on like the popularity of the houses. I know we had one house that we actually ended up sending to you guys the very next year. It was a brand new house, Demented Dimensions. And oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The very next year, they sent it right over to you guys. So it kind of just depends on popularity. Uh, the, our houses, I think the, the longest we've had one was seven years. But for the most part, five years is kind of that like, all right, we've been doing it you know, for this long. And then let's, let's try and get something else new in. Um, but usually, yeah, there are a couple that will stay around for a while and then about two new houses will come usually. Uh, I'm curious. If you don't mind me asking, what was the house that was there so long? Uh, the One of the, I think that most people will know is the um, the clown house. The, uh, the 3D clown house that they had, which is slipping my mind at the moment, um, which I can't believe it was because it was there for like seven years. Um, <laughs> but that, that one was there. And then the most recently was uh, Death Water Bayou, which is a huge fan favorite. If you ever gotten a chance to go to it, it's incredible. I I have not, but I actually watched a cool video uh, on last year's Bush Gardens uh, Tampa uh, Hollow Scream, and that was the first house that kind of they highlighted on was the Death Water Bayou, uh, and it looked absolutely balls to the wall. Like it feels like it's a Florida thing too. Like that's a good Florida house. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, um and- yeah. So the. The houses switch every five years, like you say. Uh, what would you say out of since 2010 to now, top three? I mean, Bayou is probably going to be up there, as you said. But what are three other houses that you think were standouts? And I kind of wonder if those are the same that we've had. Uh, in recent years, I would probably say, I mean, obviously, Deathwater Bayou is always a fan favorite. Um, currently, or most recently, um, Motel Hell has been very popular as well. That one's very, very well um, decorated, and it's got a lot of amazing uh, detail put into it. And then for me, this last year, Insomnia was probably one of the coolest houses I've been through, just because of some of the um, like like sets that they designed and some of the things that they put into the house, which is just super creative. Now, that was the new house, right, that you guys had this past year, Insomnia? Yes, yeah, yeah. All right. Now, I know it's kind of early for you guys, but and maybe you're not allowed to say it, but is there is that house coming back? Or if you were a gambling man, would you put your wages all on Insomnia? Well, luckily, since I, I'm not scare acting this year. Oh, okay. So, so please, spoil away. I free brain to say whatever I want. <laughs> spoil <technically>. away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so. um, just after being there for the last couple years and uh, kind of knowing how – you know they do things in a way um 
with how popular Insomnia was, it's going to be back. I mean, there's no doubt about it. It was it was a fan favorite last year, and it's, it'll be back for sure. Nice. Right. Um, so, I know how Halloween Horror Nights announces. Like, you know, recently they announced um, Stranger Things. I was wondering how hollow uh, screen does it Tampa style because I feel like in Williamsburg they announced last year was the first year they were like okay we're going to announce one house every week for six weeks or something like that they, it was very close to the event does hollow scream do similar that same route or do they go the Halloween Horror Nights route where maybe for a few months you get house announcements um, honestly, I don't really think they have a plan. I kind of just think they <laughs> wait until, you know, a certain time frame. And then, because, like, I think two years ago, they waited until August to announce anything. Um, wow. Usually they wait pretty pretty long to announce stuff. Um, even this year, they probably won't announce anything, at least for Tampa. I'm not sure about Williamsburg, but you probably won't see an announcement until July because uh, auditions don't even happen until then anyway, so. Wow. Right. That's, that's kind of late. Uh, now, Zach kind of hit on something there with the – he brought up Halloween Horror Nights. I'm curious because – yeah, there's that difference between Tampa and Orlando, but, uh, like, what kind of makes the difference between HHN and the Bush Gardens hollow scream? Like, can you pinpoint kind of a difference there? Is there something to point at? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a difference between the two. I don't really like to compare, because I see this all the time on, yeah. the internet, on the internet and everything. And people say, oh, what's better, hollow scream or horror nights? And personally, I don't really like to compare the two as, like, a, you know, which one's better. Each of them do something better than the other, in my right. opinion. Uh, the scare zones at Bush Gardens at Hollow Stream are far better. They're more of an actual scare zone itself. You know, at Horror Nights, it's very packed, and a lot of the scare actors can't really do anything. So it's more of like a selfie zone or an atmospheric walkthrough, you know, basically. But yeah. houses yeah. at Horror Nights are, I mean, they're, they obviously they have bigger houses. They have IPs, you know, that obviously Bush Gardens can't really do, um, and they have more money to put. Not necessarily more detailed because a lot of the houses in, uh, you know, Bush Gardens are very detailed. That unfortunately, not a lot of people get to see because they don't really do lights on tours or anything. Um, but they're, they're still really good uh, houses. I just think Horror Nights has obviously the better houses because they have more money to put into it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's really unfair to compare either brand because like you said I mean one's basically a movie franchise house player where the other is an amusement park that gets to have Halloween stuff um, but I will say from the videos that I've seen like Tampa Bay does have probably a bigger budget than the Williamsburg one because I've watched videos of the Hotel uh, Hell one I know I've seen that one and that thing does have detail like if mm. anybody says that the Tampa houses aren't as detailed as HHN you're crazy because yep. they really do put a good amount of effort um, outside of that I know this is one comparable one I know Unearthed was a house in Tampa because we had that one as well and from what wonderful was telling me earlier like the unearth house had like lights that don't work like you like would a get a flashlight, flashlight and it would go out yeah that was last year that was something new that they added last year which they didn't really market too much because i didn't even know it was a thing until i went in as like a out for orientation they were telling us about it and they didn't really uh market that at all they just kind of said the name and didn't say that it was going to be that kind of thing there so kind of surprised me but that's something that they did last year yeah 
Yeah, we didn't we didn't get the flashlight at all. Actually, the house doesn't even exist anymore. But um but like I was saying, there are some similar things and I don't know if you've seen this, but we both have a show called Fiends mm-hmm. and I was wondering what your Fiend show is like because ours is done in a, a smaller staged area. Um still fine, has pop rock music and good stuff, but what is your Fiend show? So it's kind of the same thing. Fiends is probably my favorite like, you know, kind of a make fun of pop culture show. Um, yeah. Because that's what they do, you know. They'll they'll do a little dance and then you know come in and they'll have like their jokes and then kind of do more of, like that dancing thing. But um, it's it's yeah, it's kind of just like a, a making fun of pop culture and um, you know dance show. I and like does I it have the Wolfman and yeah, like the creature and Doctor Frankenstein and stuff like that? <laughs> yeah, Doctor. Uh, yeah, Doctor Frankenstein. They yeah. yeah, they're all the same. They the costumes are I think slightly different. I think your nurses are a little bit different than ours, like costume wise. And same thing with like the Wolfman and uh, Frankenstein and Frankenstein and all that. Uh, right. Sorry, Frankenstein's monster, but um, <laughs> they're very similar uh, shows, though. Cool. That's cool. That's cool. Um, I wanted I wanted to jump back to the scare zones really quickly because uh, when I asked you about the comparisons, I I agree with you. Zach agrees with you. I think all of our listeners as well out there agree that it's hard. It's it's not right to go. Oh well, HHN is better and Bush Gardens sucks. Like they all mm-hmm. offer up something cool. And actually, I thought your scare zones you hit on it perfectly. Like. I actually like your guys' scare zones. Like, that Day of the Dead scare zone you guys had last year looked absolutely beautiful, and the attention to detail was just amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had to be very careful with that. I was actually pretty surprised as, a, like, a, a fan that they did that because that's something that usual, like, usually Hollow Scream but won't really do, kind of touching on that whole, like, uh, religious base. But, I mean, I think it worked out. A lot of people uh, enjoyed that zone, actually. That's rad. So we got a little back history of the Hollow Scream event for Tampa itself and like the differences between ours. Like I said, your unearthed sounds amazing while ours, it's fine. I'll say it's fine. But <laughs> you've also, like we said earlier, have been a scare actor there. Now, how many years did you say that you did it? Uh, I did it three years. And what is the process like? So you, you see on the internet, there's an audition. And from there, what happens? So basically, you um, you apply just like any other job, and then they give you an audition date, or you can pick you know uh, a certain audition date from the times that they have posted and everything. Uh, you show up, uh, you do like a. That's actually uh, if you go to the uh, Hollow Scream uh, Facebook page, there's actually a live stream of what the auditions are like. Um, but basically, you go into this room with about eleven other people, ten, eleven or so people. Uh, they give you like basically a, a list of kind of like characters to portray uh you do it it's a super active audition from what i've heard it's a lot different than uh halloween horror nights but, but it's a very active audition like some people will leave with bruises because they're jumping on the floor and, and it's it's crazy it's a lot of fun though it sounds that, wow. sound, that sounds a lot of fun like so so you're sitting in there and they're like okay now you are a swamp monster scare me uh now you're a werewolf like is that kind of like you're just getting direction kind of like you you're actually going out for a play or a movie oh yeah yeah one of my favorite and most uh weird and awkward things that we had to portray last year was you had to be a third generation hillbilly that just matched with their cousin on uh like a dating website thing and you had to pretend to be this hillbilly that just like it was crazy 
And one that we get every year is a shark with a laser on its head, usually, which is absolutely hilarious. That's a good. I mean, if you could pull off a shark with a laser beam on his head, I think you get the job. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, um, so you go, uh, you audition, you get placed. Now, do you stick around in the same houses, or do they move you from day to day? Um, so the, it it's, it depends on like where you get cast. Most people, if you get cast to a house, you'll be in that house. You're not going anywhere else. That's your role. That's your position. Your position in the house usually you'll stay there unless you don't like it they can move you that is, that is an option um same thing with scare zones and same things with hordes uh, but there is like a sub pool basically um so if you you know your schedule is different you can't be there all the time they can cast you in as a sub and if somebody calls out or uh it's someone's night off you'll go in and, and basically fill that hole yeah, that, that's actually a good point right there uh, i, I kind of want to hit that really quickly so this is you get cast this is a full-time job. This is now you are expected to be there every day, every night that they are open, that this is running for the rest of the run. Like, you don't get... It's not like you're hired for, like, this weekend and then possibly on the schedule next weekend. Yeah, basically. I mean, uh, on the audition, they ask you if you're, if you're available, um, you know, the entire, like, you know, Thursday through Sunday run, because that's usually when they run. Um, and that's basically how you get cast and that kind of determines to where you get cast as well okay and when you're you're put into your event like what is your favorite type of job is it a scare zone is it a house uh for me personally um i uh i was my whole entire three years i was in a roaming horde which oh okay okay yeah, yeah i i got to be my last season uh, last year, I got to be in a house um, called Black Spot for about like 45 minutes or so because we got uh, rained out and they needed extra people. So we went in there and so I, I, I got the chance to work in a house and it, it was a lot of fun, but nothing beats being able to run around and scare people how I want, the way I want, and it's different every single time rather than just the same scare over and over again. That's interesting, actually, uh, and, and pretty cool uh, because I imagine that. Uh, I don't know which scare zone you were in, but being in that horde, I imagine you were you were able to kind of create the character that you wanted to, as opposed to at Black Spot. I believe that was the pirate ship one in Blackbeard. You had to kind of just be a pirate. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, basically. Okay, so you do get to create kind of your own scare zone type of character. Uh, yeah, it, it also kind of depends on like what character or what group you're in because there was also like zombie roaming hordes and you know obviously you can't yeah. be like a you know pirate zombie running around you just portray <laughs> an actual zombie uh luckily for us um our, our characters were kind of basically i always say it, it's like a knockoff purge a group of people okay. random random people running around murdering people uh was so that we, was that like hell on wheels or maniac midway uh well maniac midway was clowns hell on wheels uh was almost a lot like uh wasteland was but more of like a biker you know type gotcha. feel we just roamed we, we basically roamed the entire park and uh basically just wherever we went we took over kind of thing so we've talked a lot about the pros what are some of the cons or dislikes 100 <laughs> percent. Uh, i think probably top of the list is guests as, as yeah. fun as it is so you get you get guests that are it makes it sometimes really hard to have fun because people will just be complete a-holes for literally no reason i mean it's i even like last year for example i had a lady who was trying to sneak up behind a buddy of mine one of my friends in my in my horde 
and I, I, I've caught her. And she's like, you know, joked around. She's like, oh, you caught me. And I was like, yeah, you know, don't touch the actors because she was going to go behind him and poke him on his head. And she's like, well, I paid 60 bucks. I can do whatever I want. And, you know, it's just people like that that we have to kind of deal with from time to time. Yeah, there's no reason a person should touch another person just because you paid money to go inside. Just yeah, to put that out there. Exactly. It doesn't work that and way. For, yeah, and aside from that, it's just also depending on your role and almost 90% of the roles uh, that you will have, it's just super exhausting. You know, for me, I worked a full-time job and then also worked four nights at Hollow Scream. You know, it's a lot of lack of sleep. Um, super, I ran around with a eight-pound chainsaw all night, so... It's something that was extremely exhausting, and as fun as it is, it's it's rough. Now, Jeremiah, we talk about the no touching of the actors. Obviously, you shouldn't. (laughs) Have you ever scared somebody so badly that you've gotten, like, a swing at the face or a purse to the face or somebody's kicked you and ran? I've never had someone actually hit me. Um, uh, Kira, my my girlfriend, the other half of uh, Misfits, has had a few people hit her and, um, you know, that kind of stuff, but... Usually, because I had a chainsaw, people pretty much kind of stayed away and kind of ran away just a little bit. So, you know, it's kind of like a little bit of a, a defense mechanism. But I have had a few people put their fists up like they were about to. And usually I keep my, I make sure I'm far enough away where I can at least weave a punch if someone throws something at me. <laughs> I hear that. I'd do the same thing. So, it's Hollow Scream. You're jumping out at people and you're doing all this. Florida is a very packed place, but I got to ask do you ever see like a celebrity that you scared or someone's there? Like, does that ever happen? Because I feel like that would, especially in Florida happen a lot. Um, honestly at hollow scream, to be honest with you, not really. I've never personally seen any celebrities, uh, like celebrities kind of thing. Like, you know, I've ran into, uh, you know, Tim, Tim tracker and a couple other YouTubers, uh, friends of ours. Uh, but other than that, you know, it's just a lot of like media people mostly. So if you don't know who the media people are, then you know you wouldn't know right. that they're you know somewhat of a celebrity. But I've never seen anyone famous. Well, you you name drop Tim Tracker. That's pretty famous. Yeah. Because for us, <laughs> yeah, yeah. for us, that's like he's like golden grail. You know, he's that holy grail. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's Him the and, pinnacle yeah. of the YouTube yeah. uh, covering. Yeah, him and, and and Kyle from View from the Cheap Seats are also really good people. Kyle is probably one of the nicest people I've met. Although That's Misfits awesome. Unmanaged is really good as well. I'll say you guys are right oh, up yeah, there as well. You guys are top. You guys are up there to the say. top. Yeah. I was about to say. So what is? So moving on from the scare acting into your <laughs> YouTube career, like, what is it like now that you are a vlogger and you're trying to get your name out there and you're going to these events? Like, you just went to Spooky Empire this past weekend. What is it for you that you're trying to get out of going to do these things? So the main reason why we do it and and kind of how we why we started our channel was to. Uh, you know, one of our main focuses is obviously haunts, but we want to kind of a lot what uh, we do a lot of stuff with haunting and we share a very common uh, interest and kind of the same goals is we want to be able to show these people all these haunts so that they know what else they can do aside from just Hollow Scream, uh, Halloween Horror Nights and, you know, give exposure to local haunts so that they can gain business and, you know, stay in business because a lot of these local haunts don't really get to, um, you know, stay around that long because not many people know about them. You know, so we want to try and just give exposure to haunts, and uh, when we're not doing haunt-related stuff, we'll also do theme park-related things, or you know, like we just went to Spooky Empire, like you said. 
and kind of just show people, you know, what horror-related stuff is out there because we're huge horror fans. And, um, you know, we also do, like, theme park-related stuff and whatnot, too. But, you know, we just want to kind of give exposure to, to, to haunts and, and help, you know, support these local haunts and everything. That's 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 uh, that's actually really why Zach and me decided to start this show was we would go to HHN, do stuff like that. Uh, Bush Gardens uh, for us here in Williamsburg. We go to Kings Dominion here in Virginia, and we just felt it was we have such a passion for it that you just want to share that passion for everybody, and it, it really does seep through it in your YouTube channel there, Misfits un, un, Unmanaged. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, like, we don't really do it for the, the, you know, popularity or anything like that. You know, we don't have the biggest following, and that's not really, you know, why we do it. You know, we people want to follow us. That's awesome. You know, we, we love it. We appreciate it. Um, but we also, we just do it because we love it. It's fun. And, and we like to, you know, be able to relive our experiences and, and, you know, the times we got scared and, you know, just anything else that we do. We like to relive it and, you know, uh, if, if, if fame and, and popularity come with it, then that's awesome. But, you know, our, our main purpose is to kind of just help support people. Yeah, ours is the same goal. Like, we love haunts, and I think it's kind of kind of unnecessary that it's just two months of the year September October to go to these scare things that we love to go to like we're like I'm based in Virginia Beach and there's this place called Nightmare Mansion I'm trying to go in there to do a review in coming weeks but it like it's opened up year round thankfully but I wish there were more haunts in more areas and we can just like review it tell other people and get them out there um, but before we go, ironically enough, and I'm, I'm mm -hmm. going to imagine you're going to cover it as well. So I'll get your thoughts here first, sucker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so Stranger Things was announced for Halloween Horror Nights uh, 29. It's going to be Stranger Things season two and three in one house. What was your reaction about this announcement today? Uh, honestly, I think my reaction was a little uh, less surprised than what everyone else was. I, like, I, you know, seeing Twitter blow up and everything. Um, honestly, I, I, everyone probably could should have known that it was going to come. I mean, it's it, it's kind of a given, even though it wasn't official until today. You know, it, it's it was bound to happen. I'm I'm surprised they're not doing just season two. I figured they were going to do season two this year and season three next year, kind of just have at least one house secure the next you know three years. Uh, well, two years now, but uh, them doing season two and season three, I think, is, is awesome because it kind of uh, kills two birds with one stone. And uh, it, it, I feel like they did that because they have big plans for HHN 30, um, which is kind of exciting, too. So, yeah, we pretty much said the same exact yeah. thing as you did. It was the worst kept secret. We knew this was happening. The one surprise coming out of it that it's two seasons. So it kind of feels like HHN 30 is just going to have something up their sleeve for some kind of big announcement. But yes, and I'm pretty sure you're going to come up with more things you want to talk about from HHN, from Hollow Scream. So right now, can you please plug every site you have, every Twitter handle you go yeah. by? <laughs> go for it, brother. Absolutely. So. Yeah, we will be doing when you know haunt season comes around. A lot of haunt related content. Uh, in the down season, we do a lot of uh, events, local events, and theme park stuff. So uh, please do go to uh, our YouTube, subscribe at Misfits Unmanaged, and then on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all 
uh, Misfits Unmanaged as well. All right, big thanks again to Jeremiah. Misfits Unmanaged, he told you where to give him a follow. Go ahead and give him a follow. That was that was you again, Zach, once again, pulling an incredible interview for this show. Yeah, man, he's a good cat, and he was really easy to talk to. And, you know, just go on YouTube, follow them when they do their tours. They, they're uploading all the time. I'm looking forward to watching what happens with Tampa Bay. I know they're getting uh, new rides at Tampa, and he's uh, going to follow them around. So, yeah, that was a good time. Yes, it was. Uh, you know what else was a good time? This past weekend, I journeyed down to Virginia Beach, you and myself and some other friends uh we hit up nightmare mansion which in all the years that i had lived in virginia beach i just knew it as hey look it's that little haunted themed ride thing because i thought it was just one of those old rides like old haunted ride attractions that they used to have at like seaside heights and stuff like that where dracula jumped out at you but i was unaware that this was actually a haunted house yeah, I mean, I've, I, you know, ever since we've started this show, I've been wanting to find, you know, places we can go and visit and get scares and such. And staring in my face is this place that's been around for 30 years. They're celebrating their 30th year this year. And like you, I've never gone into it. I've always gone to the beach. I've seen it. I never really understood what exactly it was. Was it a maze? Was it like the ride kind of thing? A mirror house of such, you know, I never knew exactly what we were getting until this year. And when not only did they say it's their 30th year, they announced that they're opening um, an escape room this year, which I thought was pretty timely. I mean, those things are pretty hip now. Um, And, you know, luck be it. uh, One of our friends had a birthday and he, was like you want to go to this thing and you were coming down anyways for the weekend i was like this is perfect we're going to go to nightmare mansion in virginia beach and we're going to get the crap scared out of us and when we go up to this place i mean they have their skull outside in the front and it's playing horror music like it was playing the michael myers theme we're we're on twitter doing our videos i shine (laughs) comes up iShine's just becoming an internet star on our feed. If but, you do not um, know who iShine is, at Haunters buddy. Pod, go follow, <gasps> go watch. And uh, <laughs> if you want to see how you can keep instigating somebody to keep going, uh, stick around. Because one of us bells, <laughs> the other one just gives this guy the floor. <laughs> oh, yeah. You you just absolutely let I shine shine, and he did. Listen, and man, the inter- you got to let I shine shine, okay? I shine <laughs> got to shine, and I was going to let I shine shine. And oh, you can I watch know. I shine oh, shine right now. <laughs> but anyways... Uh, once we got our um, selves together after our, our best friend I Shine left, <laughs> we, um, you know, they had this cool, like, almost Instagram wall where you could take a picture where we posted pictures um, of us at. And we uh, we bought our tickets. We go through a door. Uh, we walk up some stairs. And at this moment, it's it's you're definitely getting into the mood. Like, the walls looked old and you saw pictures and the candles were flickering and then we were told you know don't take flash photography don't do anything yada yada and then he yelled out 
Doctor, I have five coming for you. And then at that moment, I was unsettled because you shouldn't yell to someone that, especially a doctor, that you're going to have five victims coming up. Now, what do you remember at this point? What did you think when we entered the place? When we entered the place, I was kind of looking around like you. I was kind of getting a feel for it. I, I love the fact that we started walking up some stairs uh, and and the mood was nice. The moment you walk in, the mood in the setting is nice. But I had like again, I still had that kind of, oh, it's a boardwalk type of atmosphere. I've done this a thousand times when I was a kid. But the moment he did the Doctor Five for you coming up, I was like, oh, this is gonna be a little bit more than what I've been through before. Like that kind of was a warning of, yeah, they're gonna have a little bit of fun with us up there. They're gonna do some stuff really kind of try and screw with us and. I, I got to tell you, that put me in the mood. That that got me out of the mindset of this is going to be kind of a dumb, stupid little haunt into, okay, let's see what you got, Virginia Beach. Yeah. I mean, like you said, walking into it, it's something you can miss or something that you, you think is playful. But once you get in, I, I actually was like – kind of scared a little bit and that's what you need to do you actually do need to not be corny and they didn't because when you walk in through the first room there's this like coffin just you know shining light and there's a creature standing um above it and then there's the, like everything the design wise that was actually my most favorite thing that I was impressed with is that I felt like there were so many details. It would take a couple of times to go through this to actually like take it all in. You know what I mean? Uh, no, I was with you. Cause that's actually at the top of my notes list is the design. Uh, I thought they really paid a lot of detail to the design, to what you were able to see. You mentioned that coffin. Uh, one of the other things that I kind of jotted down was the idea that the design was cool and they were able to pull you in with the design but they were also able to subvert your attention from what you thought the scare was going to be to what their scares actually were by using the designs. Like that coffin, you thought that coffin was going to be a scare, and it really wasn't. It, it would, But it distracted you enough and had you paying attention enough to everything going on over there that where the scare came from, you were like, oh, well, I'm an idiot. <laughs> like, what <laughs> <one> are <of> those? <laughs> yeah. And what I was really, really enjoying is the use of not only sound, because obviously you're going to get a lot of jump scares by things screaming, large bangs and such like that, but they do a good job of intermingling animatronics, which you will look down the hallway and you'll see like this ugly skeleton that's just like sitting there and then getting electrocuted and you know doing that animatronic thing but there are scare actors inside this and you know the gentleman at the door said earlier doctor which i'm taking that's what was chasing us yes. is that there's a mad scientist trying to get us throughout the entirety of the maze and that was cool and there's a specific point that happens in the maze that I did not get to to get the experience because I was in the front, but our person in the back, <laughs> I'm not going to point any elbows, has an experience at this point. And tell our listeners exactly what happened. Uh, well, not to give away too much of it in case you do visit it, I'll just say there, there comes a point where 
it's it's a strobe room and they definitely do the scare correctly uh and i mean it's hard to not just directly say what exactly happened but they were able to cuz there was a scare right before that moment that kind of was that a girl who just scared i i believe it was in Uzak i believe it was the middle of our group she got yeah yeah and as we passed she just went he's coming for you and you went who's coming and that's when somebody came <laughs> and yeah i happened to be the one that was right there for that person and i almost trampled down everybody to get the hell out of that place yeah no that's a, that's definitely a good point in this uh in this house is that there are multiple people and they play with you it's not just a walk along go you get to interact yourself yes. kind of like frightmare you interact yourself with the scare actors and I'm telling you Jack they did a good job and at that moment what you told me like you said we don't want to give too much away but what did happen to you was kind of excellent and one of those moments where it's like everybody go yeah because at the beginning they even tell you they're like don't stand still because that's the worst thing that you can do and I think that's because they will make sure they petrify you to a point that you don't want to come back. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, um, I, I'll, I'd yeah. agree with you with that. They definitely they definitely are very playful, and they have fun, and that makes it scarier because those actors are having fun screwing with you. Uh, and it, it caught me by surprise. I'll put it this way. This caught me very much by surprise because I didn't expect it to be... I found it to be a little bit, I don't want to say scarier than Frightmare, but it was close enough to where I was like, wow, you guys got me. And especially with that one moment where it was like, no, you MFers better start MFing moving now because I'm, no, no, yeah, no, you don't, look at what I see, go. Go. Well, <laughs> well, you bring up a good point about like Frightmare, where like they're two different monsters, a. Eh? But at the same time, what I would really like to do is go through this house again. Yes. In peak, peak season, like I want to go because you know Virginia Beach is a tourist town, and right now their hours are lighter than usual. Um, but I would like to know if there's if there's more scare actors during the summer, if there's more scare actors during the fall season, during Halloween. I want to know if there's differences. Um, the last thing I will give them credit for, because, you know, they use a device that I find wouldn't work, but the way that they use it in the house actually got me because like I just said you know they don't have a lot of scare actors I would say there's probably two to three that are on a constant coming for you and they're you know they're shifting from each room to each room which is really cool because it kind of gives you that fluidity of a storyline I think there is a storyline to yeah, the actual mansion they're but, definitely telling a story within there you nailed it they're telling the mad scientist doctor story and you're right. trapped within and, his house trying to get out Right. And what I really loved what they used are mirrors because the oh. mirrors were dirty and they're so close to you in each room that when they use that uh, gimmick on you, 
it actually got me. A mirror. And now, I'm not an ugly guy. I'm not saying <laughs> like my ugly mug got me. Ha ha. Hardy ha. But what I am saying is that they use mirrors perfectly in this house. And I think there's probably a number of times that it gets people when you go through. So I, I really enjoyed this. Um, my final grade, I would say I would definitely give this house out of 10, probably seven. I would say in peak time, there's probably a little more and probably some more scares, but I think it was worth the money if you're looking for something to do in Virginia Beach, like you're just going up and down the boardwalk. It's definitely something to go through. And if it's Halloween season and you're in that Halloween mood, even outside of that season, this hit the spot. Because like I said, when you walk up, the music's playing, the atmosphere's going, they don't let up. So I think this was a hell of a time. What What's your last go-to moment and what'd you think? Uh, I think my last go-to moment, actually, I was going to say it was the uh, scare that got me because that came close to the end, but I'd say my go-to moment was the use of the stairs. Uh, I love houses that incorporate stairs and incorporate you going upstairs. They add this extra sense of fear, so even as you approach the ending with stairs there, is it really the ending? Is it not the ending? You don't know, and that's... You know, it just adds that extra layer of fear because you're unsure and, you know, it stares. God, if if the wrong thing happens or there's a scare right. there, maybe you break your neck and you become a part of the, you know, I. these are just thoughts yeah. I have. Welcome to my psyche. Uh, we all know <laughs> you don't have to say it. I need therapy. It's okay. Uh, but I, I, I do. I, I like a place that incorporates stairs because it just adds that extra layer of uncertainty to what you're walking into. Because you can't see, you just you're unsure of it. So it's just I, I like that. I like that. That was my kind of last takeaway. Besides the big scare that got me, uh, and the set designs as we discussed, and uh, kind of the feel and the story flow to it. Uh, but I'm with you. I, I on on rating, I'd say it's I'd give it more like a seven point five out of ten, like a, maybe like a soft seven point five. Because I'm kind of with you as well. Where we went. It was April, you know. Is there more scare actors? Does the story change up around Halloween? Is this, you know, do they put a little more into it? Do they not? Uh, is this what we would get around Halloween time? If it is, and I went, I wouldn't be disappointed. I, I and I think you wouldn't be disappointed out there as well if you went, because uh, the price is good. It was only about eleven dollars. I've paid more for less uh, at, at places that were hyped to be much scarier than this was. So I would say, yeah, if you find yourself in Virginia Beach at any point in time, definitely hit this place up. It's right there on uh, right next to the boardwalk. So it's not a far walk from the beach. Uh, and it's it's a nice little treat kind of hidden there amongst a sea of uh, what ice cream shop, pizza shop, Chinese shop, ice cream shop, souvenir shop, ice cream shop, souvenir shop, uh, buy our condos and timeshares, ice cream shop, souvenir shop. I'm just throwing out that this is what you're going to see at Virginia Beach. Flipper McCoy. Part of me wanted you to just go for the next five minutes saying that. It's funny because if you've ever been to Virginia Beach, you know that I'm not far off on that. Uh, no. um, and before, then there's Flipper before, McCoy's in there somewhere. 
Right. Before we wrap on the Nightmare Mansion itself. Yes. The one other thing that they do is an escape room. And originally that's what we were supposed to sign up for. But for when we were trying to reserve the time, they don't do the escape room on Saturdays post three o'clock. And I found that weird. But our friend Jim, who went with us, um, he brought up a good point. He thinks that the escape room are all the rooms and you get locked into each one and you have to figure it out to oh, get out. That would make sense. And that would be seeing those rooms. That would be terrifying. And as I told you, I was happy we didn't do the escape room because I am very claustrophobic. So <laughs> sticking me in a room with people and we have to puzzle our way out of there, you would watch me... While scare actors are interfering. Yeah, you would watch me not uh, having a good time. I would... <laughs> to to oh, quote man. to quote South Park, I would have French fried when I should have pizzaed, and I'm not having a good time. Uh, <laughs> so, the better yeah. part is you can add on uh, a video of it. So nope. if we get to do the escape room... You can bet your lucky stars we will not only buy that video, we will be posting it probably on our Facebook exclusively to get those likes. <laughs> yes, to get us past the perfect 10. I don't know. I feel like we're at the perfect number right now on Facebook. You know, like 10's pretty damn good. Yeah, 10's where we're going to stop. Yeah. We've made it. We're going to enter the Royal Rumble every year at the at, at number 10. We're Didn't only he getting... just quit? Did he just quit? Yeah, you don't remember? Yeah, he quit. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did. Oh, I should probably stop giving him a journey to the uh, United States Championship in WWE uh, 19 then. You're already <laughs> doing an old reference. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, what? I forgot. It's post-mania. Everybody gets fired and quits at this time of the year. Uh, but that would be uh, that would explain why I had to watch the SNL update team in the Battle Royal. I love them so much they should have won. But you know what? It's okay. You're doing past things because they are ghosts, baby. And we're spooky Ooh. on this show. Ooh, I like that. And I like it when you follow us on Twitter at Haunters Pod. Remember, we have that contest going on. Tell a friend. All you got to do is follow us. Like the tweet. Retweet the tweet. And you can be entered to win. Blu-ray. VHS cover. Season 2. Stranger Things. Mm. 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 <laughs> uh, and if you want to get us past that 10 likes on Facebook because, you know, Ty Dillinger quit and I apparently am living in only a production studio at work and don't know anything anymore, uh, get us past that Facebook Haunters Podcast, Haunters Pod as well. And, uh, yeah, give us uh, give a subscribe and like. That's the thing that I was told I should start saying for everybody. Yes, subscribe, subscribe and, and like. like, leave a comment on any platform that we're on, the Spotify, the Podbean, the iTunes, the iHeartRadio, the TuneIn, the Google Play, all of it! All of it! And don't forget, you guys, stay scary, my friends. Thank you for listening to another episode of Haunters Podcast. Don't forget to tell a friend, and you can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and other streaming services just by searching Haunters Podcast. You can tweet us at Haunters POD, or you can find us on Facebook by searching Haunters Podcast. Until next time, don't open that door or check under your bed. Make sure your doors are locked and the lights are on. You never know when the next scare will come for you. ha 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 ha.